Welcome to the Grumpy Men 20. That's right. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Yes, sir. We back at it again. I don't know if it's been a minute. Word. We back you at asked you. for it. We're coming back at you. We here. We in the building. We got a lot to talk about, too. Seems yeah, like there's been know, a lot going on. Word. You know? You know, we out here. You know, all major platforms, Spotify, TuneIn, YouTube, uh, iTunes, you know, whatever. Like, we everywhere. But, yeah, a lot has happened, you know, since we since we last been on. But one thing that, that did take place, let's 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 go right in. Mm-hmm. This week. Okay, mm-hmm. we know um last week, you know, was the you know, the passing of Kobe Bryant. And, you know, when you start dealing with, you know, I I'm gonna call him a celebrity. When you start dealing with celebrity and entertainment and sports figures, you know, who are iconic, you know, when they pass, you know, they have you know, the legacy is out there. You know, what have you done? Um, you know, you were loved and revered. You know, you know your image is out there. What people saw, you know, saw from you. Mm-hmm. And then you have the people who, no matter how clean your image may be, no matter what you have done for your community or whatever type of father you are, you know, whatever, parent, they have people that's ready to um, tear your shit down. And... You know, more recently, you know, within the past, i say, 10 years, it's just been a lot of tearing down of, you know, I'm going to say black men, you know. Now, we, you, you know, we use the term black. You know, we, we we talking to everybody right now. You know, we need to put that out there. But um, black people in particular, mm. you know, we have been getting ripped down, you know, for centuries. So we kind of used to it. We kind of been rolling with the flow. It's not a good thing. You know, we've been holding it down, but it just seems like in the past 10 years, it's, you know, well, longer than that, but it's fresh in my memory. They've, you know, the media has been using, you know, black women, you know, to bring down black men or these movements are been aimed at black men. You know, the Me Too movement, whatever, you know, it's, it's disturbing. And, you know, if you saw the, you saw the full Gail King interview that was aired um, with Lisa Leslie, and she asked she asked her about you know basically you know her relationship you know with Kobe you know them being friends or how does she feel about you know him being um, his you know his uh, his rape charge and yes he was acquitted. Uh, so he had a complicated past. Com- yeah, a complicated past. You know, okay, so let's start there. A complicated past. Who the fuck doesn't have a complicated past? Hmm. Everybody got a complicated past. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like that that old saying, you know, don't throw stones at a glass house. It seems hmm. to apply here. Like, complicated past. You know, if you're going to keep it real, if you want to be respected as a journalist, then keep it all the way real. Like, don't don't throw out cliche bullshit. Like, get to the point. You know, he had a complicated past. What was complicated? Why are you asking Lisa Leslie, uh, a black woman, about a complicated past of somebody who's not even here to defend themselves when you have you have years to interview Kobe Bryant? Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the shit. The, the man been in the media since he retired uh, more than when he was playing. 
Mm-hmm. He's been a public figure. He's been out there. You know, you see the stuff that he's, you know, done, uh, especially in won terms of, you know. Then all kinds of oh, right. Damn. You know, he won the Oscar. Like, shit. Like, you know, that was a perfect opportunity to interview him. Like, it's not like, you know, we're talking about a 13, 14-year-old uh, rape charge that went away. So why are you, you know, talking about it now? I mean, it's a few reasons you can think. I mean, I mean, you're chasing headlines, you're chasing ratings, money. You know, there was a whole interview, but that was a clip portion that you took that was taken, or as you're, you're saying, that she's saying now is that was taken by the network, and they posted it. That's what she's saying. Okay. But the whole thing is they wouldn't have they wouldn't have that clip. If you ain't even asked that, <laughs> like they don't have that, they they don't have that. It's just another release of Leslie. There is no clip. There is nothing. You asked that, so you can't blame the network. There's no way you putting that into context. You're trying to put it in the context, like yo, you know, it was a whole interview and they only took a clip. No. If you if you're gonna ask her, you know, you was gonna. Of course, you're gonna ask her, you know. You know how she feeling since Kobe passed. Things like that. Those, those are those are questions that fit in line and get her best Kobe story and keep it pushing. You went for the you know trying to take it that angle. Well, we're both women, huh? and you know pretty much you were his friend. How did you feel about his uh, you know his complicated past and his or this thing? I mean, <laughs> like that kind you know. And saying that you know, and when she gives you her answer, you re- you're, you're fighting her back and saying, "Well, you wouldn't have known that because he may not have shown you that and shit like that." That shit infuriated me. That part of it, yeah. So now, so so now, when you come on and you give your, you give this po- apology or whatever you want to call it now, because you're getting major backlash, and it wasn't just that you. She's getting backlash from. You know, the regular people on Twitter or Black Twitter and all this other stuff. So they don't care about that. That's not what they care about. But when you start getting backlash from your fellow entertainers, who you gonna want to interview again? And they not gonna fuck with you because of this. Now it's now you want to apologize. He's like, this is how you listen to her apology. She's like, you know, I never done nothing like this. I don't do this. And, you know, while she's doing the, the video. But now you've seen, but now you do it because you feel like, oh, shit, I, I fucked up. People are taking this shit mad serious. Like, like you underestimated it. I don't know if she underestimated how much Kobe meant to people and how right. much influence he had in people's lives and how he pretty much for 20 years of playing basketball raised a whole nother generation of hoopers. Like, you know, that you had the Jordan span. He raised his whatever time he played, 17, 18, whatever years he played, 15. Mm-hmm. He raised those hoopers. And Kobe took over because he, you know, he was in that clone. And he raised them there for the next 20 years. He took those hoopers. Right. You know, so... I think she underestimated that, you know, and she thought, you know, she was going to get a different response, you know, probably a, 
a more politically correct response from Lisa, and Lisa didn't give her that. She gave her, you know, like, nah, she was holding down. She was holding him, Kobe, down. Like, you know, that's her people's. Like, she said, like, you know, if that's your people, that's what you're going through. Like, nah, I don't know nothing. I don't know that. I don't know no person like that, and I'm not saying nothing didn't happen, but I ain't, it didn't happen that way. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right, not, right. That's not the way it happened. Not, not the way. Not the so, way you're trying to spin it. Exactly, right, exactly. Not the way you're trying to say this. So you know, I think, I think that's big. But I, all, you know, I just feel like, you know, like if you don't ask that question, then they can't take a clip out of it and post it. Of course, they're gonna run with it. You work for CBS. This is they. They're trying to get headlines. This is a ratings competition. They're trying to. Get something over ABC, NBC, and all the rest of these networks that don't get a CNN. They got a clip, and this is what you said. They don't care if, it, if it's backlash or not. As long as people are going to their site and you're seeing that video, downloading and all that now, because of how the Internet is set up. It's all about your trending. Gail's been trending. I mean, so her, 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 her apology was definitely weak. <laughs> you know that's that shit was weak, <laughs> and then that shit was super corny. You get your billion your billionaire friend is on is on is on is on TV, copping a plea for you because she's in she she has a show tomorrow in Brooklyn with Michelle Obama, so she gives a they, you know she plugging you telling everybody how you ain't slept in two days and you got security and because people. Threatening you, and I mean, once again, <laughs> if this is all true, I mean, okay. I know we know people are mad, right. you know, and you know, uh, this is you. Did, did you should have thought about that question? You know, that that's a real sensitive topic, and you know, that brother passing and it hurt is it, it, hitting people different. So you come out and you you look like you attacking them the same way what you've already we you know you and your you and your buddy has already done to a few others. People get really sensitive about that now. Like now nah, I mean, you ain't gonna play out that gonna do, way. You ain't gonna do my man. You ain't gonna you know that's how they looking at it. like you're not gonna do my man. My people's like that now. Nah, we ain't messing with you. So when you hear these fellow entertainers now saying that now they got to go into damage control. And try to spin it because now Lisa Leslie come out of the <coughs> excuse me. Lisa Leslie comes out as the winner, and you look like the the straight villain, and the backlash is heavy. Cause your entertainer friends or entertainer people that know you and you may want to interview or you may want, they don't want to deal with you now. Right, they're offended by that. They hurt by that. You know, and, and they should be. And <clears throat> then the thing that bothered me really was when she made her pause, she talked about how, you know, Kobe was this was a nice guy. You know, she, they hung out. They, you know, she knew him. You had all that time. You, you hung out with him. You've been around him to get his side of the story. Okay. Okay. Why didn't you ask him then? Right. Because um, I didn't hear the the – the apology, you know, in its entirety. You know, I, I got through a small portion of it, and I said, you know what? 
I don't give a fuck about her apology because, I, you know, I think it's all, you know, it's all staged in terms of this shit ain't, it ain't real. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you didn't expect the backlash. Yeah, you probably did. But it just contradicts, you know, the whole point of you even uh, having that, that portion of the interview with Lisa Leslie White. Why ask her that if you know that Kobe was a nice person, uh, et cetera, et cetera. If you know all of that, then why are you going to ask his friend who hung out with him a little more than, you know, uh, most people, why would you ask her in, uh, about a rape charge that, you know, got thrown out eventually? Like, why bring that up? Why why push back against Lisa Leslie when she's like, well, I don't know what happened, but it's not what you're putting it out to be, you know? You know, and at the same time, all right, you you interview R. Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't compare interviewing, like, okay, R. Kelly has a real deep-rooted history in pedophilia. Like, mm-hmm. we know this. We've mm-hmm. seen it. It's it, You know, and now it makes you think, you know, damn, when you go back and you listen to his music, like, well, shit, you know, maybe he was talking to talking about youngins. Like, but, but see, his behavior would warrant that but so now you're interviewing him that's not the same like people you have we want you to ask hard questions right but what is that interview that's not the same thing as you asking another person you interviewed him the person who is being accused of these things that we have seen some of the things that he's done that's totally different they're interviewing somebody another person about the accused that you're talking about. Now, if you had had Kobe up there when he was alive, you could have asked that question. I'm sure he would have given you an answer. Or not. Or not. <laughs> or not. Maybe off camera. He would have given you That's what I'm saying. Answer. Like, you, you've been around him. You said right. that. You admitted it. So if you've been around him and you and him, you know each other, then it's nothing to say, well, yo, we want to get an interview with you. You know, uh, can we get your side or whatever? If he declined the interview, or you can be like off the record that you had opportunity to set that up when he was alive and and, and do that. That's the point, that. right? That. That's the point. You got why was he off the record? If you bring the that journalist, up. right? Exactly. You the journalist, right? So you can ask him off the record and be like, "Oh, okay." You know, even if you had your own doubts. All right. Once he answers your question off the record, all right, that shit is dead. It's over. You start now when you interview him or anybody else. You ask the other questions. That's not about you know. Uh, that's gonna be, especially tainting somebody's legacy. Like why? But see, I didn't I, I didn't ask anymore because I know what time it is. You know, we both know what time it is. We've been out here a very long time. We've seen the media spin and how it goes down. And like I said, especially in the last five to ten years, we've seen how it's been going down. Like they, she's she's in the car with the Me Too movement. Like they're all in cahoots with it. When I say all, I'm saying the the black feminists, which she is obviously one. Oprah is another. Like you can't you cannot claim to not be in that movement, and you interview a Russell Simmons. You know he backed you down because obviously he had people that's in his corner that was able to back you down. He's alive. Michael Jackson, you know, she backed out on her own, but he's dead. You ent- and then the person you're interviewing about Michael Jackson was was not credible. It's already been, you know, already been put out there that 
some of these things that she that she laid out didn't actually go down that way. So why would you re uh, why would you try to rebirth uh, some old news for a case that you know that Michael Jackson was acquitted of? Why would you go there? But here you are, you kicking up dirt on the dead. Then your homegirl, your your homie, she kicking up dirt on the dead. What are y'all doing? Like, why would you take that route? But then hanging around you, you got actual alive, uh, you know, sexual abusers <laughs> that are that are in your circle. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Weinstein. You know, you got the dude that got fired. Um, that was Charlie. that work. Uh, uh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Rosen. Like you know them. You work with them. And you don't so, interview them. But the thing is, when they act like they were in the case, when on occasion, I've seen an occasion when they act, they finally they act over about Weinstein, but the her spin on it is totally different. It's like you're giving him the benefit of the doubt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with. Miguel, when she was interviewed and asked about talking about Charlie Rosen, same thing. It was it wasn't this harsh. Where was the compli- You know, where was it saying Charlie has a complicated history? Does he now? Charlie does because Charlie's been accused of a sexual assault on eight different women. Right, right. And why? So where's the so where's the complicated got, so where's yeah. the complicated history on that? Where's the mm-hmm. complicated history on talking about? Well, yeah. You know, I you know I known Harvey, but me and you know I didn't know what he did in, in the dark, and you know I didn't know his history was like that. And no, none of that. You gave a totally political answer. Twenty-five the, women have come out against Weinstein. Twenty-five, eight against uh, Rosen. But you know they tap dance on that. They, that's what Sambo's do. Sambo's tap dance. You know, and I think, you know, while we're here, I guess, you know, we might as well give people a little little history lesson. You know, the Sambo and um, Uncle Tom, you know what I mean? Like, Uncle Tom didn't help the people either, but he wasn't Sambo. Sambo is going to sell you out, like, straight up. Uncle Tom is just kind of, like, rigid and conservative, you know. He going to roll with the flow, but he ain't going to sell you out. Sambo going to sell you out and roll with the flow of selling you out. So we quick to call people, well, not we, but a, a peep, Uncle Tom is a common phrase. But, you know, Uncle Tom's cabin, you know, Uncle Tom was kind of not the hero, but he wasn't the villain. Sambo's the villain. These is female Sambo's. Like, they straight up Sambo's. Like, how could you how could you think otherwise? Then I was disappointed. You know, I got the video of, you know, Michael Eric Dyson, who's saying that, you know, Gail and Oprah are not our enemies. So, okay, you know, I try to put it in its proper context, you know, because you, know you know how Michael Eric Dyson is. You know, he try to go deep and subliminal and, you know, he, he, he goes all over the place. But the one thing I, I can say, how could you take that stance that they're not, the anybody that is trying to demean the legacy of the dead or put some non you know, like you, like you, you throwing dirt on their name. You're an enemy uh, of that person. You're an enemy of the people that loved him. You know, yeah. I'm not even talking about his fans. I'm not talking about his fans. I'm talking about his loved ones. Like his fans, okay, but that's the people that 
made him the icon that he is, the, the mm. people, his fans. So, but mm. remember, this man still had, he, he left a wife and children behind. How you gonna sully his name like that? So if you you put that out in the media, that's that's spun for like damn near five days. You mm-hmm. know, period. Like it, it's still out there. And then you gonna come on there, you know, the intellectual, you know, Michael Eric Dyson. How you gonna come out and say something like that? They're not the enemy. Then what are they? Anybody that goes against the grain to demean your own people. Are your enemy? Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit that they black. Well, if you don't have, like, my point is always gonna still be. You don't ask the question, they don't have, they don't got no video to cut. All that shit he was saying. Yeah, if you don't, yeah, he exactly. He said, he's, you know, he said, I listened to him, I heard it, I listened to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you said it. You know, I guess you felt like you was gonna get more support. You was gonna get more support. By wearing a Laker hat and saying that you and Kobe were, you, you know, tight right? and all that shit. But then you spin that shit at the end and say, how, you know, Gail and Ori are not the enemy and we got to we gotta stop this cancel culture. I'm like, what the fuck is cancel culture? I'm like, what's, what's that? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah, you know what that shit cancel Yeah, I know what it is, but I'm you like. Know, we know, but still. But like, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm like, though. She violated, and when you violate, you get dealt with. That's just how the shit go. No matter what you do, disrespect is met with disrespect. That's just how it right, is. Yeah, disrespect you know is met with anger and and, a, mm-hmm. and fighting and pushback. So absolutely. So yeah, some I, I people keep the Lakers hat though. You know, some people take hat. the high road. Some people take the high road. Some people did, and they took the high road, and you know. But the thing about it was. What I found interesting, but you know, he's like, well, you know, where was the outrage when the white lady said that? Well, you expect that. You know what I'm saying? You expect that from them. You expect Wait, that. You, I, 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 they, they have a long history of also lying on black men. You know what I'm but saying? But I'm so. saying, no, I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying, and even her and, and, and even she got in trouble for that shit she wrote. And it's the same thing about the dude who said his whole family was in the plane. He got suspended from his job. As you know, should, reporting misinformation. So, yeah. But we get Gail up here talking about she's going to have an intense conversation with CBS. Okay. But we, no, uh, you're, you ain't lose your job. You ain't get suspended. You ain't get nothing, you know, because these were questions you made up to ask, and you knew that, that you were going to ask these questions. Beforehand. Well, beforehand. Beforehand, exactly. These these were planned questions that you had. So now for you to turn it around and blame the network is corny. That's just some lame shit like, yo, fuck are you doing? Like, oh, uh, you, now you're passing the buck. Hold your responsibility. Hold your shit up. Like, hold well, your, your responsibility. Your, your if you valid. fucked up, if you fucked up, say you fucked up and apologize, and move on, you know what I'm saying, and, and 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 people will forgive you and so forth, whatever. But to sit there and try to pass the buck and say CBS did this, they took a clip out of a whole interview, and fuck that, you asked a question, you 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 plan to ask that question, 
Right. You knew he was going to ask you that. You to ask it, even if Le- Lisa Leslie didn't know you were going to ask it. She handled it with grace and responsibility as well. Like, she held it down. Like, yo, I'm not yeah, even going to I'm not gonna dignify the response that you're trying to get. Like, I'm going to tell you about about him. But your point is, is extremely valid. Like, if you don't ask that question, there is no backlash. You could ask about no backlash. Bryan There's nothing without There's nothing bringing up a rape charge. Like there's like nothing. This, come on, we man. don't even. This issue is not. A, this issue is not. Uh, but once again, you know, these are those distraction ploys. Say shit, get get people up and uproar while other shit is going on. You know what I'm right. saying? So I mean, she, she, you know, you work for you work for a, a major company. You know, you work for a big boy. So here you go doing that, you know, putting this out there, doing your job. That's how I look at it. You doing your job. You doing your job. You doing your job. You know, you know, like at the end of the day, him saying, Michael Dyson saying, well, you know, you shouldn't be. You got to look at the whole totality and and basically, you know, what they've done for black people. I'm like, hmm. Okay. What have they done? I don't know. You know, he said all the. I mean, you got. Did you listen to it? Because he was like, you know, I seen Oprah. You know, I was at uh, the lady who owned, who used to own Essence or still own Essence, whatever her name is. Mm. He's like, we was at something. I was at a function with her, and and Oprah stayed and took pictures with like sixty people, and she wanted her to go, but she stayed and gave her picture and her time. Like, what the fuck? What? That, what that got to do with it? Does that have to do with what they've like, done for the people? People, I'm like, you, you taking pictures? That's the least you could do. They help build you. That's the least they you know, That's the least you could do is take a fucking couple pictures with your fans who help, who help, can, you know, contribute to your success. So, you know, his points and all that shit. I'm like, okay. Now, so you think you're going to get over because you're going to start talking with this shit and, and with the Laker hat on and make sure you talk about how Kobe hugged you and you got it on tape. Man. Yeah. Did you, like, so I'm yeah. like, yo, hold up, like, hold what up. What the fuck is that? I'm like, like, wait a minute. Yeah, so, cause that's exactly what I thought when I said, I said, okay, all right, you got the Lakers hat on. Okay, you got the dad hat on. Not even a snapback. You got the dad hat on. Like, so I'm going, okay. Then you start talking about it. Oh, he hugged you for a long time. It's on tape. So y'all was cool and this and that. If y'all was cool, y'all was cool. You don't even need to go into, oh, exactly. I, got the long, I got the long hug on tape and this and that. Like, okay, keep it moving. Keep talking. So then when you get to the point of, oh, uh, Oprah and she took pictures and she does this for, for her people. I don't, I don't see that. You know, I don't. I mean, even in the media, like the media, the, the whole point of the media is to keep images and narratives out there to persuade people's uh, way of thinking about mm. that person that you make a celebrity or a superstar or whatever. Mm. Now, when Oprah was, you know, so when she started on television, you got to understand, like, well, you know, we saw a black woman on television, but her base were, were Caucasian women. Mm-hmm. And that's who was in her audience, and that's who she gave out a lot of her her gifts to, and, and they blew up. They loved Oprah. You know, she was yeah. giving out stuff. She was a middle woman. You know, middle class America loved middle Oprah. Class, middle, middle, yeah, middle America. You know, love Oprah, and, that, and that's okay. And you know, she she been but to say that she's done things for her people. Okay, if you want to talk about the school, you know, over in um, Africa, over there. You know, and they had some issues over there, too, related to, uh, you know, sexual assaults and, 
you know, things exactly. of that nature over exactly. there, you know, and, um, you know, she's yet to really make a concrete statement in that regard. So it's kind of like, I don't want to talk about it, but yet over here, your homegirl interviews R. Kelly, who, who's been in, <laughs> he's been in the media for shit for 15, 20 years. And, you know, he's finally being called to the carpet for things that he's done. But you can see that he had uh, some very good fans behind him. You know, he got, you know, he had a child support, 100000 and change. Somebody paid that shit. Who the fuck does that? Like some, some random yeah. person. But <laughs> once <and> again, <laughs> but once again, son, you, 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 you got to look at it. R. Kelly was on the Oprah show, all kinds of shit. These allegations have been floating for years. Absolutely. You had an opportunity to interview him and ask him them questions, too. Wait, well, hold on. Wasn't he interviewed by, with, with, with him and Aaliyah? Weren't they interviewed together? Oh, no, that was on BET. So it ain't like, you know, it ain't like it ain't been out there. Like, they've been, they were, they were interviewed. The allegations were already out there. Like, how could you sit there and do an interview knowing how old Aaliyah was when you did the interview? And then when you heard that they got married, oh, what the fuck do you think is gonna happen when they get married? What do you think they're doing? Like, 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 like let's let's keep it a hundred. Like, I think married people like they have sex and shit. So here's this grown ass man, fucking fourteen, fifteen years older than her, and you know she was young then. But forget all of that. I'm just saying, like, you interviewed him, so. You ask the tough questions. All right, everybody want to hear him answer. You know, he fly off the handle. You're not afraid of him. You know, whatever. So they don't mind you bringing him down, per se. I mean, he was there to defend himself, okay? But when you start kicking up dirt on the dead, nah, there ain't no apology. There ain't shit that you can say. And I ain't going to listen to no fucking Michael Eric Dyson, his... His spin, if he had came 100% real, like, yo, I know personally that Oprah has done A, B, C, D, E, and all of this, that would have been better than saying the, the examples that he gave. You know, so as much as I, uh, I get on the case of people like Tyler Perry and the images that he's put out there in the media, he's not the first to do it, but I would say, you know, in the last 15 years, like, I'm just going with current you know, examples, you know, he has put out the image, you know, of, you know, uh, a man in a dress and this and that. But that shit is an old narrative. He ain't the first person to do it. Mm -hmm. He ain't going to be the last. So, but regardless of all of that, yeah, and yeah, his movies, he does, you know, portray black men as fucked up individuals. I mean, he's trying to get better on that. You know, we, <laughs> Tyler Perry is another piece. But he don't do shit like that. Like, even him, he's not doing shit like that like this is a whole nother level you kicking up dirt on the dead and you using black women to do it that shit angers me and then you know people that support them they, they kind of like they, they're silent right now i don't like the silence if you're gonna go to bat for somebody if you backing them because they're a woman and oh you going that feminine shit feminism shit mm -hmm. then why the fuck ain't you standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with the people who've been fighting against that all these years. Where are you right now? You ain't saying shit. You know, because you got to look at the narrative. Oh, well, you know, bring down the black man. All right, looks like the Me Too, they disappeared after Cosby went to jail. Where the fuck are they right now? Well, I seen on, he's on trial. 
where they at? This mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. This is the problem. And so, you know, and so if Gail and Oprah, if y'all gonna put yourselves in the front line, you know, especially Gail, you're like you're a journalist. If you're gonna put yourself in the front line of a movement whose whole goal is to demean the character of black men, and specifically black father, like Kobe was a father. Okay, mm-hmm. he loved his kids. So, you know. I'm just saying, like, that's the goal of the movement. And, you know, I, I read this article today. I don't know. It, it was an old one, too. It was about the youngest the youngest um, death penalty inmate. You know, it was a little 14-year-old black kid, you know, shit, way back. And it took 70, 2014, 70 years after he was um, electrocuted, you know, put to death, the evidence was brought out that said that he didn't do what they said he did. And it's fucked up. Like, they've been killing us. They've been killing our kids for centuries. But you're talking about 1920-something, man. Emmett Till was 1955. Like, they, you know, accused of this, and he didn't even do shit. So I don't, I don't give a fuck about what some Caucasian woman says happened, this and that, and you taking the payout money. That's a whole different issue. I understand why people pay money because they don't want to be dragged through the media like, yo, I ain't even do shit, but I want to get this shit out off but my that's, plate. But that's, usually, but that's usually due to, uh, you know, the case is probably civil. Yes. So that, that's the, you know they, you know, and they sign a they sign a they sign a release, and basically say they never talk about it, and they'll take this money and go away pretty much. Pretty much. And if you ain't never, you know, it's a come up. So if you can't, you know, that's just what it is. You know, you you basically, it's a legal stick up, cause especially if you're a celebrity, because you don't want to keep going back and forth with your name in the media, getting dragged, killing your business, you know, your brand, your sponsorships, your deals, anything you got in the world. You've already been through that. Right. Nobody, Nobody's going to want to deal with you. So the quickest way for you to do it is tell your lawyer, yo, let's settle this. The case was dismissed, but some cheese, I believe, was broke off. Absolutely. And so, and, and that's usually the case. Even even Michael Jackson was found um, not guilty, but in the civil side, he had to break off some cheese because you don't want that out there. And, like, people can he, say whatever yeah, the fuck they want. They want us, especially they can say whatever. Shit. So I, I think people are missing that point. Like, like people in the can civil make case, yeah, so, say whatever the fuck you want to say. It's not. It's not based on. It's just. It, you don't have to. You know, as long as you can get them to, to believe your side, you can, the celebrity can pay because they, you know, they're gonna wind up paying. So it's better they tell their lawyers to negotiate a settlement. Yo, negotiate a settlement, get a sign of release, never talk about this shit for fifty years or uh, shit like that. You know, yeah, you know what I mean some. St- some type of stipulation, some clauses in there, saying it's when you can talk about it or when you can release. Well, you can't talk out. about it. Like you, you just can't talk about it. Like you could put that in. I there. mean, some of them in there, but some of them, some of them may negotiate to get a deal where they can talk about it in fifty years. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's, if you, if, you know what? If I ain't do shit, you ain't till you ain't saying shit. Take your money and get the fuck out of my life, especially if I didn't do anything. But I understand that level of 
yo, I don't want my name in the media associated with this bullshit, especially if I didn't do anything. Exactly, and he's in a, he's in L.A., he's in the biggest market, he's a, at this time, he's coming into his own, he's a big attraction, he was on Adidas, at that time he was about to leave Adidas, go to Nike, mm-hmm. and he lost, wound up losing that deal because of the pressure from from the actor, from the protesters, so Nike had to drop that deal, and basically, you know what I'm saying, so they, they had to wait year, a couple of years down the road before they could sign him when all the smoke blew over. Took about you know? two years, yeah. So, I mean, and, you, I mean, so these were the things, these were the things, you know, was hurting, he was, he was taking a beating, he was taking a beating publicly, you flying from the playoffs to court, News following you and shit to games. Shit was crazy. Shit was was a show. So, you know what I mean? I mean, this is his life. So at some point, you're like, yo, just get this shit out of here. I just want, I don't even want to be bothered with this shit. Yo, get this out of here. And your lawyers do what they do, what you pay them to do. They're going to go in there and negotiate a settlement. Like, look, this shit out of here. My my guy's willing to give you $2 million, walk away. Just the most money you've probably ever seen in your life anyway. Sign this release. Never talk about it. Go away. And you ain't heard. You ain't heard nothing. You from ain't heard. You ain't heard you shit. Ain't heard, you ain't heard one word from her. So what? So what is to be gained from Gail King going and doing that interview, and then trying to? You can't backtrack out of that. I don't want to hear no more about that bullshit. In terms of oh, the network chose this clip. You shouldn't have said shit. You shouldn't have asked that dumbass question. Of course, the network is going to choose that clip. Of course, you know that you are you a media veteran. We avoid that. You immediately, you immediately don't even ask that. You don't even go nowhere near that. Or if you do, you if you know that they were close, your question is again, how you know how you've been taking the loss of the great Kobe Bryant? Because I know you guys were close friends. Let her tell her shit, how she feel. Da da da. People want to hear tug on those heartstrings, da-da-da, Kobe story, move on. Right. And the, so that's and how that you know part, the agenda. we go to the problem. next part, we go to the next part of the interview. No, your agenda was to dig because you had a woman up there and there was a case of sexual assault and you wanted to know how her take was on it. So she can say what she felt about that shit and, and you know, draw and, and bring that out. You know, so... Once again, and it backfired. So since it, it backfired, it's always going to backfire. So since it backfired on you now, everybody now all now, you know, people that you know, it's damage control. So you you already you got the you got the certain entertainers who's like fuck that we ain't fucking with y'all. Da 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 da. Especially you know players, athletes, they looking at that shit. Hip hop nation, you know, basically. You, you know what I'm saying? They looking at that shit. Then. But then you got their friends, you know. Then you got their their friends and who's big, like the Michael Dysons and the the intellects who's gonna come out. You want the samples? Yeah, I mean you call. I mean whatever you want to call them, but they gonna come out. the sample. He's intellectual sample. Like so, they gonna come out and they gonna they gonna do their part to 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 help with damage control, to make sure you know that people know that Gail got supported. We're with you. And, you know, even though, you know, you got to answer for what you said, for the thing, you got to be held accountable for what you said, but they're still good people. And you got to look at the total, all that shit. You go, you know, you got that rhetoric flying around from him. <laughs> and, you know, so. Steve Harvey. I mean, I mean, 
we we already know what he going. We already know what he do, how he do. But the funny shit to me is is that I remember when we did a show on was it? I think it was Monique when we talked about the Monique situation. Right, right. And we said, and now. You know, Monique told these motherfuckers about about these. That was a year and a half them. ago. We told Monique told them about this about her, mm-hmm. and everybody blew her off like, "Nah, fuck out of here, you mad? Yeah, you ain't bad. You not a good comedian. You got you got bad. You got bad attitude. This, that, and that. That's type of shit. Here you go again. They, here they go again. They just showing you. They just showing you who they are. You know what I'm saying? It's out there. But, you know, people are always willing to cover up shit because they like them. Because they done this or they done this. If somebody's done wrong, it's just the bottom line. You did wrong. Ain't no, listen, if you want to make it right, then you got to go to the people that you done wrong to and make it right. You feel me? Like, you right. can't just, you can't you can't come out here and tell people, like, well, all the things they done, we got to stop. You, know, you can't tell people what to do. Do what you do. If that's what you want to do, that's what you do. But the masses don't feel that way. And nobody cares. Kobe hugged a lot of people. He loved a lot of people. And the same people that he loved, they mad as shit. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. They mad as shit. They, you hear, they got people that was closer than, closer than you. All right? They, and they, 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 and they mad. And you are, they, they don't need your approval to be mad about, oh, you know, you have a right to be mad. We know they, they know they do. They know they do. They don't need your permission to be mad, bro. I don't know, like you know, that's the thing with these, with these, with these, with these, with these, with these bougie Negroes. They they start acting like they they you know they they giving you permission to do the shit that you can do. No, we don't yeah, need I your mean, permission that, to be mad. Attitude, we don't need your, you know, we, yeah, we, we don't want, need your stush. permission to be mad. We gonna, we we gonna be who we gonna be. Just because you can quote some Rock Kim lyrics and some Nas lyrics. You see what you see where he be going with that, like yeah, yeah you, like, all right. You you memorize a few albums, okay, bro? Yeah, I like that. Don't make you, you hip hop. You and now you ain't telling our story neither. Like you ain't. You, you, we don't need you to tell our story. We don't need you to tell where, how where we come from, how it came. Analyze how we came some up, lyrics and all that it's shit. You analyzing, writing books, and getting money off our shit. That's what everybody use hip hop to get paid. Everybody using hip hop to get paid. They all do it. I mean, then they then they turn around and they try to shit on us, mm-hmm. you know. So I, yeah, that's what I mean. People like him. Listen, bro, I, I had already stopped feeling him with a, a while back, you know, because he he done some real he did some real some real buzzy shit, right? Right. And so you know, because I used to, I, you know, I read I read a few. I think I read about uh, maybe two of his books. Yeah, me too. I, I read like two or three of his books, definitely. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you know, he was he, you know, but then when he was when when he was coming out, cause I, we 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 probably known him from when he was coming in. First of all, I think before that's, before, that's, before he got to where he's at right now. Let's put some history on it because we knew Michael Eric Dyson, who he was before like we talking about 15, 20 years ago. We knew yeah. who Michael Eric Dyson was. You're talking about coming in the 2000s when people was like, who is this dude? You know, with the glasses, chubby face, uh, quoting hip-hop lyrics. Exactly, yeah. Like, we knew who he was, though. Like, because we, shit, we grew up hip-hop. Hip-hop is us. 
shit. We older than hip hop. How about sure. that? So we knew who Michael Eric Dyson was. So we, people come in, you know, they come in the right way. You view them as an ally. So over time, you start seeing how people, you know, how they move. We, we respected his story. You know, he came from a, you know, adver, a, a very adverse background. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, he, he, you know, but so when you come from that background, when you do that and then you, you get to a certain status and now you want to come from the other angle, like, well, I'm over here. I can see things a little differently now. Maybe you don't see it. You don't have to be condescending, bro. Like, you're, you're, edu you're educated, man. You're intelligent. Everybody's not stupid. Now, you can't put a bullshit narrative out there and think that people are stupid. Like, the, uh, they're like Gail. Like, anybody that's on that side of the equation, if you're one of the uppity, stush, bougie Negroes that's out there, everybody's not stupid. You can't treat everybody like that, but when you put it in the media like that, that's how it comes off. Well, I'm, uh, the, the news did it. The network did it. No. If you don't have that type of questioning, and it doesn't happen. Michael Eric Dyson, it's because you can quote some, you know, I read his book, Holler If You Hear Me, he did a Tupac book. So, you know, it made me look at him a little differently in terms of, all right, so you really went in depth, right? So then I started thinking about this when hip-hop classes started popping up in the Ivy League schools, right? So mm -hmm. I'm going, hmm, seems like a trend. You know, you want to study our culture, and then, but at the same time, you there's, a, there's another movement to destroy the culture. Like, mm -hmm. you're trying to kill hip-hop. You can't, but you but while you're in there, fuck it. You're going to make everybody, you know, get, get hooked on drugs, all right? You, you're going to sign them to the slave deals, 360 deals. You're gonna take all their money. You're gonna make them famous, but you ain't gonna give them no money. You're gonna steal the real money, which is the publishing, and things of that nature. And then you're gonna have, you know, prominent black people to do it. Yeah, you know, like Diddy is at the forefront of that. Like you give out slave deals, and now you got people that's mad now. Like Mace, you can't, like you can't get your publishing back until you're 50 years old. No, he said for 50 years. For 50 years. Like, oh, oh it was 50 years. So 50 years. You got to understand, like, he signed that deal. I'm going to say that was like 15 years ago. And he, you know made, I mean? he bought it for 20000 and he right. offered them $2 million. He offered so you like, two, Oh, that was the second time around. The $2 million was the second time around when he came back from being a pastor. You he know, offered so them $2 million, He offered you $2 and he million. Told, and he mm -hmm. told them... If you get he get them if he get out if he if it if it if it's more than what some white dude was bidding for it that's what he said right whatever right. and that was you know that was May's words you know, he said if the white dude whatever that bid was if I could beat that bid I could get it but if not I gotta wait fifty years see so what's so what type of see let's put it like this if you're gonna give the man back his publishing then you give it back but see that's how a lot of people. They don't understand the game. Like, that's how people eat. They eat off of the publishing. Yeah, because they time use I, that shit. Somebody they use it. They yeah. get paid. They getting paid. You own it. They selling so, it to commercials now. And exactly. And all so this other get shit. Get cut and yeah. group the shit. So if, if, let's put it like this. If it's my label and I own your publishing, everything that you write comes to me because I own it. 
Well, and you don't they get didn't, shit. I mean, at the end of the somebody said, uh, somebody said on, 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 on in the group, in one of our groups, was, you know, yeah, they got the contract, but they, you know, they fall too. Like, okay. I mean, you know, so, yeah, you got like, to think of, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can look. You got you got to look. There's a few ways you can look at it, right? Yeah. Because because you can look at it like you know, okay, here's here you are, and they're blowing your label up, and you you know you thinking you would take care of them, and this that and the third, but instead you was just using the regular bullshit that the regular industry cats did, and was and, and was fucking them out of their money. Right. Then you can look at it like, well, you know, you should. Here's a 19-year-old kid, so you ask, you know, who, I mean, he don't have no business savvy. He don't right. know contracts. He don't know really nothing. He just know he getting, he doing, he, he about to make records. He see you on videos. He know who you are. You run, you fly running around the town having parties, doing the thing, doing it how you do it. And he want to live that life, too. That's all you know. He figuring you from Harlem and uh, Mount Vernon, and you know, we from the town together, so what's up? Let's make it pop. You thinking he got your back, but he don't really love you like that. He just looking at you as a check. As soon as you ain't no good to him no more, you gone. So he tell you right off the deal, yo, yo, look, I'll buy your publishing, I'll give you 20000 You ain't never had 20000 before in your pocket. And you know, I always remember what he could buy your publishing and give you, he could take your publishing and give you $5 million. Not I'm knowing a, that, he gonna make $50 million. Exactly, but he gave him twenty thousand back then. Twenty thousand, wow! He gave Big a hundred. Yeah, but but Big did get five million later on. I mean, but his album. Yeah, but what I'm saying to you, that's after he found out how the game ran. True. After he found out how the game ran, then uh, you know what I'm saying. But even still. He had to. He still owned most of it because his family. He still died. His mom still had to get. Had to give, he had to give it, he had, you know, he, he I, I, you know, he wound up giving it to her, but he still had owned it for him to give it to her. He still owned part of his publishing. Yeah. To this day. Yeah. He's supposed to give he it back, though. He's supposed, well, actually, he's supposed to give it back after, uh, he's supposed to give it back, but then, you know, Big now is going to be going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so I think he'll give it back after that, <laughs> after those checks, you know, start coming in from that. You know, because, I mean, it's a wicked game. So this is what I'm uh-huh. saying. Like, so you got, he's at the forefront of something. So he's in hip-hop. He's at the forefront. He is known for this, you know. But then again, it's not his fault either. Because it's not his fault neither. Because he learned it from somebody else. First and of all, thought, the, and you the think that's the way. It's six albums. Like, exactly. It, it was six albums. Uh, it's been that for a while. Like, that hasn't changed. Like, you sign a deal, it was a six-album deal. You know, now they changed the wording. You know, it's, uh, I forgot what they call it now. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like seven. Like, you have a, it's, I forgot, there's it's many ways to record now, but you have a seven-piece deal, you know, whatever it is. You know, but they, but see, the industry has changed a little now where they're doing the 360. But, you know, it's it's wicked, but that's that was the game. So if you wanted to get on, you knew you had to have for two things. But needed, I, I mean, I, I mean, but you got to read your contract, though. Like you know, you want to get on. I mean, if you if you if you if you a student of hip hop, then mm-hmm. you would know what Q Tip said on the song 
when he said industry niggas is shady. He told you. He told yeah. you that shit. Like, you y'all really listening? Like, that's the thing. When you ask cats, like, they don't, they listen to the beat. You listening to the words? You listen to what he said? He told you. He tell they, that they, a lot of cats gave you the game. They tell you, get your head, you know what I'm saying? Because they got robbed. They know. So they, they telling you firsthand, don't let this happen to you. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean. Read what it, you're it, signing. It, it's real. You gotta get your own. You gotta get your own lawyer at that time. But you know, this is a dude taking advantage. A young dude's coming out the hood. That's the bottom the line. That's trying bottom to, line. Trying to, trying so to if you're gonna make a statement like that in the public and say, "Well, you know, record labels is on the clock, and we want for you," well, you on the clock too, then. <laughs> it hey, you gonna get back? You giving these cats back their money? That's the whole purpose of what Mace was saying. Like, well. If they on the clock, then you and Jay-Z should be on the clock. Right? Well, well, well more Diddy than Jay-Z because Jay-Z, yeah, he was president of Def Jam for a little bit, but not, he ain't had a stronghold. I mean, he had Rockefeller. What you well, talking about? I mean, he had Rockefeller, but I mean, that was a partnership. Like, so. But they you know, still own, they still got cats, they still had cats publishing. Yeah, true, true. That is true. I mean, they, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't, I mean. Dudes, I mean, shit, Jay, well, a lot he, of give his own man. he didn't give Jazzo a deal till like two years ago. Right, right. But most of the Rockefeller dudes wasn't mainstream. Bad Boy, all them cats went mainstream just about. Yeah. So, I mean, just about, anyway. But So I, I get it, though. The, the in, in, in principle, it's the same. You're supposed to, you know, do right by the people, by the artists. But in order to survive in that business... They took on the role of, well, this is how everybody else did it. I'm going to do it this way, too. But you shitting on people because you can't have a $15 project and then give the artist 12 cents off of a dollar. Like, th- that's not going to I remember when, when dudes like, yeah, they getting, the cash was back when, when we in the 90s. I mean, dudes was getting like 10 cents an album. That was a standard, too. That yeah. was a standard. 10 cents I mean, off a dollar. I mean, when, uh, when LL what got a dollar off of every LL album, got a, a dollar off of a fifteen dollar album, and that was a lot. That was a lot. Shit, it's a lot today. Hell like, yeah, cats ain't getting that. Like you gotta understand, but like, they, they don't even give them kind of deals no more now. No, it's them all dead. Yeah, they dead. They giving all total different kinds of albums ain't selling. It's streaming. But how about this though? LL got his masters right. Mm. Cats wasn't getting their masters. It's a very, but a lot of dudes didn't even. I mean, a lot of dudes didn't know about that shit. They ain't even know. You You can't can't even put your own mixtape out of all your albums. You can have ten albums out. If you don't own your masters, you can't. That's why they shut down. That's why they shut down (laughs) the mixtape shit. Because they started, they they playing all this music, and and them motherfuckers was like, nah, that's our shit. We ain't tell you. We 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 own that music. That's the, you know what I'm saying? We own that music. We own your like, music. That's like, that's like when, that's like when, that's like when Remy Ma made that song, she did the Ether joint, I believe, on Nicki Minaj. Right. And everybody was like, it was off the Nas beat. Right. Absolutely. But it, but it was Universal that shut it down because Universal owned that shit. Nas didn't own that music. Right. He didn't. He they told, and being that Nikki was on Universal, they shut it down because that they hurt their artists. 
but they, to, to this day, so, he don't own his masters. So, I so don't own that master. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that showed you right there. Hey, this dude, he didn't even he he didn't even he, he couldn't say nay or yay on that. That wasn't his call. That's kind of scary though, because yeah, exactly. You've because, been in the because, game, you've been and in you the game. don't own all your masters. You don't own all your shit, and you've been in the game. And that's I, I I saw an interview that he did. He was he was talking about Prince, and Prince was like, "Well, we could do something once you own your masters. Until you own your masters, we can't we can't do anything." And 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 Prince is correct because if we cut a song together, you are owned by your label. So whatever thing, universal, so by whatever you do, they're going to own, like, your verse. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So when I go to play my song, I can't even have you on it without their permission because you don't own it. You don't own it. And that's a big deal. But, you know, and I I get it. So That's why your boy, that's why this boy, that's why, well, who was that? Jay bought his shits back. Jay had to buy his, yeah, you bought it back. And you bought it with interest. You had to. Yeah, you had to buy it back. Mm-hmm. But then, here, here's the flip side, though. Like, uh, Reasonable Doubt, that's Jay, well, Biggs, and Dane. Yeah, like, so he don't have control shit. of that. He yeah, don't have he don't total have... control of that. But, yeah. you know, I mean, that's a whole other, but that was your splash hit. But, that's but, what, but he was trying to buy it, but Dane wouldn't. Dane was like, nah. I'm good. Yep. I'm, nah, I'm, I'm, I want that. You yeah, I'm going to keep that. I'm going yeah. keep, keep to keep getting my money off of that because I was a part of that project. Yeah, yeah, I would have did the same shit. Especially if we all went in three ways. Like, nah, you good. You don't. You got all these albums out. You straight. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You ain't yeah. shitting on them. You ain't saying, yo, you can't release this unless you want to be petty and be like, nah, nah, you can't use that cut. You know what I'm saying? Or, or on, on, the other, on the other side of the game, like you just have people that are out there. It's like this. They're, they're talented. You want to get in the game? You got to sign this 360 right here. You know what I mean? Like back then, mm. back in the days, it was like, all right, you got to give me six albums. So not only do you have to give me six albums, now I'm getting a 360 deal. You ain't making no money. And then they can't, they're trying to control the streaming, but it's difficult. Once they figure that part out, the smartest people was back, you know, I'm going to say like 20, let me like 30, 40 years ago. The wording and the contract was, Albums, CDs, and any other ways of recording. When you throw in shit like that, 30, 40 years ago, you're looking ahead because you know it's a digital world. So right now, them streaming cats, they kept they they they're keeping their bread. Like yeah, I, I, that's my masters. I yeah, own my masters. I'm getting money off of that. Yeah, yeah, because you I'm can tell to, you you can, you you in control of your shit, so. You gonna tell Apple or Spotify or Pandora, whoever wants your music, you know what I'm saying? They got a set price, but if you are if you're a big time artist, then you making the price. Like, mm, nah, I'm gonna need such and such every time my shit get played. Right, I need X amount of dollars coming dollars back to me. me. You know, every we gonna we gonna go. Played. Yeah, you all right? You charging two dollars, and I, I need to get a dollar off of that. Yeah, you know what I mean, you know, like yeah. so that that's that's where the negotiating power comes in. But but, the, but then it, they but then they uh, had to make another deal. The cats had to get up because when they started the streaming shit, right? That when they started the, all these streaming companies. So yeah. now cats had to. If you don't own it and the labels on, then their labels going to put them on. They can put them on all this, and they give you a little percentage of whatever it is. 
you know, whether it's 20 cent, a stream, or whatever it is, you gotta, that's why you always be see at the end of the year, cats be like, I had 200 million streams, because whatever that is, times whatever their agreement is, that's what they going, that's how much they gonna get the check cut for. Well, you know understand this, it's gonna be based on the standard. So if the standard is 15 cent, 20 cent, mm. you know, if you got 2 million streams, because you could do the math right now, but I got two million streams at twenty cent a stream. I made four hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a that's check fine. that's coming to you. That's a that's a four hundred thousand dollar check on two million streams at twenty cents a stream. Yeah, that's a big now. dog artist. That's a, exactly. Okay. But then you got dudes who got bigger than that though. Cats got bigger because a lot of these dudes. Found out going independent and getting their own deal was better than signing with the majors. So those dudes is winning even more. They winning. If you're talented you know? now and you know the game, you get a legal team. You can go into independent because the internet has you know enabled that. Exactly. I mean, well, the streaming companies and it has helped that because you can just put your album straight to them or create your own. If you have you have the ability to create a streaming service, you know, or, or, you know, things of that nature. Like, I know that's next level, but that's next level. But let's just say you cut a deal with a streaming company and, you know, you're going to get, if you're talented, you're going to get your bread. But you still have to be savvy enough to understand that, you know, you got to own the stuff that you put out there. Because if you don't own it, then, you know, it's irrelevant. That's like and so, you know, so the, the gatekeeper the is, is killing the game. They kill, That's the they, same they, with the 360 deal, though. That's the shit right. where they get money off your merch, your ticket sales, your show money, everything. They get money off of everything you do. They get you a commercial. You got to pay. They get they get a, they get you know portion of that. They you know anything you do, they they get a portion of. Right. So you know what I'm saying? If you're in a movie, they get a cut out of that. Anything you do on that 360 deal, they get a portion of. They get a cut. I think that's what people need to understand is that. When somebody owns your material, it's not yours anymore. And when you go to buy it back, you're buying it back with interest. Like, there's yeah, an interest rate. It's, it's interest and they done made their money. They already made their money. I mean, there's a site on the Internet where you can actually go in and, and, and buy parts of people masters. That's fucked up. That's like, a, it's like, they're like a, it's like a stock. Uh, you can buy people. You can, they'll sell you parts of people mass, a percentage of people masses for a certain price. Yo, Some crazy. of them has a time limit. Like you can buy it for you can you can get it for five years, and whatever wow. it make up that five years, whatever you you know what percentage you pay, that's what you make. Wow. Some okay. Like that. Yeah. Said, okay. Uh, that's 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 like, kind of wicked, brother. You know, mean, that's that's some shit. That's some shit. Like you can go in there. I was surprised. I did it. I went on the. I gotta find a site and I'll let you know because I remember Please I went do, on there because I, I, I plan on investing. You know, I and will, I looked I, at it and I was I'm like, uh, some shit. I was like, yo, how this work? And that was how it, <laughs> I was like, cause, but you know, it was. I thought it, I think it was kind of costly. So I mean, that's just keeping it a hundred. Oh, you know, you know it's gonna cost. But I, you know, speaking of that, I found this other site. I found a site. I'm going to look at my phone uh, later, and I'm going to look. I'm going to see it. That you, there are businesses that are out there that are already flourishing, like they're making millions of dollars, 
And so you can invest in the business, and, and you not invest, you can buy it. Let's say if you got forty thousand uh, dollars, well, this particular company I was thinking of, you can buy into, you can buy this company, buy it, and they give you the, the template is there, what you have to do to keep the revenue stream flowing. They, they they tell you what you need to do. You don't have to even run it. You don't have to do no day to day. They give you the template, and they're selling it to you. For you to make money off of it, and this is your, this is your cost, forty thousand to buy this three million dollar a year company, and they're telling you what it is. It could be you know electrical. There's and there's a bunch of Amazon businesses on there like dropship companies that that you have no idea about because you don't see no commercials. Like they're thriving, you know, a dropship company and making five and ten million dollars a year, and you know you can buy it for five hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying, but you're gonna make, you know, five to ten million dollars a year, mm. and it's it's out there. And I and so when I'm looking, I had the list because I was looking at all the companies. And I was like, shit, this is above my pay grade, but the shit is available. Then you know, like there's no negotiating there either. Like the price is the price, you know, on the, on surface anyway. Mm. You know, it's, you know, fifty thousand to get a a million dollar business, and you don't got to do anything. Other than follow the template that's already there, don't what they call that that, that saying? Don't uh, you, you you can't don't cre recreate the wheel. You don't have to do that. Like they telling you how they got to this point, and you just keep that shit going. It, and that's it. Like the game is out there. So if people are teaching you the game, if you got money, you can get into the game. But once you you have to make a choice. You mm. want to make money or you want to be famous? They're not the same thing. Mm -hmm. So if you want to come in the game and be famous, that's Diddy was there with the young people. You know, he was, you know, hey, they, they wanted to get on because they thought this is how we're going to make our money. Not knowing that the publishing is where you really make the money. You're the composer. You wrote the song. Like, those are different checks. Mm -hmm. Like, you get different checks for different prices for different checks. An artist can get 12 cents, but a writer can get 40 cents. An executive producer can get 90 cents. You know what I'm saying? So right there, if you did all three, you know, you could add 90, 40, 20, or whatever it is. And, you know, now you, you're you not sitting on 12 cents on every dollar. Now you're getting, you know, you're getting a dollar off of the off of the album, off of the CD. You know, it, mm. it starts adding up. If you're a producer, like, let's, I'm talking about you, you, you made some of the tracks. You get cuts for that. Like, they got a cut for everything. But the yeah. biggest chunk is always going to go to the label head. You know, which I understand, but when you when somebody offers you, let's put it like that, they're going to give you $2 million, understand that you're worth about $8 million, and they're going to make about $80 million on you, regardless. So they're taking the risk on you. It's not a risk. You're the talent, but they're putting up the bread to get the production going because it costs. Put your marketing out there. You know, uh, billboards and advertising, all that shit costs. So they're going to recoup that shit from you. Yeah, you selling. You know, shit, Biggie went diamond eventually, that went to the album. Like, shit sold 10 million. Shit, so mm. even, even that album, uh, Life After Death, that shit made $300 million. You got to understand the math here. So, yeah, you cut, you cut him a check for $5 million before he did life after death. All right, you cut him a check for five mil in advance or whatever. 
So not only did you recoup the the advance, then you could start cutting him, you know, his his checks for, but you own his publishing, and you made three hundred million in the process. More than that, because they that album still selling. Shit, all right. So the name of the so the, so the name Shit. of the spot so the name of the spot is called Royalty Exchange. Oh my God, Royalty, Royalty Exchange dot com. I mean, I'm saying it's quite bro. costly. I mean, I'm looking at the Alicia Shit. Keys. They just had a bid. They was auctioning off Alicia Keys and Jay Z's uh, "State of Mind" song. Uh, twelve months. The royalties was thirty-two thousand. That's what it made in twelve months. Thirty-two thousand. What? Uh, Sean Paul, Jason Derulo, and Pitbull songwriter royalties made uh, last twelve months. They made ninety-six thousand. Wow! So they fucked my head up with that, brother. So they bidding on these shits and auctioning them shits off. Some of them is terms, some of them is for life. Holy shit. Like here, passive income, uncorrelated yield. So they give yeah. you so they, they they're telling you that you're gonna get a twelve percent return yeah. on investment. Yeah, exactly. Damn. So just so if for twelve months, if you put up like this is a this is a country song for royalties over over, over twelve months was five thousand, but they got two days left to bid and they selling that for eighteen thousand. Right, right. So royalties the last twelve months. Royalties five thousand three. I'm looking at a country in rock. One of them. Yeah. Sean Paul, eighteen five. Okay, no. so you put up eighteen five, but in the last twelve months, his song made ninety six thousand. Yo, let me tell you something. This right here, this shit is wicked. This uh, is fucking wicked because if you ain't got no bread, if you ain't got no bread. You can't mm. even touch this shit. Nope. You can't touch it. You can't even so, touch this. But then, but then now somebody, so, so this is how shit, you know what? This makes sense now because this is how Here you shit go like with that Wu-Tang album came along when the dude bought it for yeah. $2 million. <laughs> He like, he you know, shit. Like, this is the premise behind that. Yo. If you got money, I mean, you got all kinds of bet, songs right here. Yo, it's all awesome. singles. I, I see. You got Beyonce, Flawless, and more. Okay, you know, so what does that tell you? They, they, so they now that you you found that I mean, site, what does that tell you? That means the songs that's up there is up for sale for to invest in because the person don't own it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, shit, you got like I said, they got a couple of they got joints up here. They got a. Uh, Jay Z and more album going for eighteen thousand. It brought it, 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 it ain't bringing in that much royalties for the year. Only only a thousand dollars, only twelve hundred for the year. For the last but you put up months. eighteen in the last twelve months, but you put up eighteen grand. So then yeah. with that, you got to play the long game with that. Yeah, that's a, that's one of those. I'm a, but I'm see, a but that's not one of that's not one of those albums where people are gonna go out and buy though neither because it's not. Yeah. you know, so this is a Jay Z and more. So that means this had nothing to do with him, probably. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He know he either that or he gave it to the label, like whatever. Y'all can have that. I want these though. You know what I'm right. saying? Some shit like that. Then you mm -hmm. know you got like albums you ain't never even heard of. Like this is a notorious big Dr. Dre and More album. It's like a comp a compilation album. 
True. They they selling that shit for eighty six thousand, but it's thirteen thousand a, a, a year. See, that's something. Like, yeah, you know what? See, this out. All right. So now, here we are, the two grumpy men, mm. giving out the game, teaching you the game, but also you got to get your money up. Gotta so get your money up. you got to get your money up because at the end of the day, you know, royalties are residual income for life. Period. Because the music is perpetual. So as long as it's out there and it can be listened to, it, it has a value on it. So, so if you put your money up, you can get it. So, so for instance, so for instance, cats, if you already, you, you don't got your crib, you got your cars and everything, you don't find it straight and you got a 401k. Mm-hmm. And you see an album on here and you'd be like, you know what? Okay, so this is going to net me over, over, because like I said, some of them are term or some of them are, um, life. And you find you a joint for life and you pay 44000 for it for, for, for the life term of it. And it's already at $8,000 every year. So you'll get your money back in five years and still keep on making that eight thousand or more for the next for the term of that for your term. You know what I'm saying? It's a life, so you can leave that to your kids, everybody. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's the you know. I mean, that's how it goes. I mean, it's a lot of compilation albums and things like that. But hey, they generate money and they bringing in money, and in a year time, every year you know that this is coming in. That's you know that's like you said passive income, right? Because you look at um, the Jay Z that that auction actually ended. The Jay Z yeah, Alicia ended. Keys, yeah, it ended. But you gotta look at it like yeah, this: one ninety. It ended at one right, a hundred and ninety thousand. So you bought it for a hundred and ninety thousand to make. But the, it was already at, it was already at thirty two thousand. So it was making thirty two thousand a year royalty. So. Thinking long term, you're saying, okay, basically, that's five years, mm-hmm. five, six years. So I'm going to get my money back in five, six years. But who knows? Like, this is going to keep going. Yeah, because this, this, this song was huge. Yeah. And this so, song was so yeah. huge was that, and that, you know, they use it in commercials and everything. So it can only go up because I remember I seen a commercial with it. I think it was a Verizon or somebody commercial had this song in it. I'm going to. Um, this is definitely this is just as good as a stock, you know. I'm, and I'm glad that you you know you brought it up. You was holding on to that one, brother, because <laughs> long term. Because no, because you know how we think. We think long term. So. Knowing what you know about how the game moves, like this is a stock. So, you know, you might see something on there like, yo, that shit is high. You know what I mean? Like anybody, yo, this shit is five grand. You might have five grand and get it and then like, yo, I own that shit. And don't, you don't tell nobody nothing. But, you know, but every year, like if it's a, if it's a hit. You know, like some songs just become hits, and they, you know, you might call them one-hit wonders, but 